0: hello and welcome to pretty sure it's pretty cure i'm cure jessica i'm cure
1: jade and i'm cure frank
0: and this week we will be discussing episodes 11 12 and 13 of the first season of pretty cure and so i think we should probably just hop right into that yeah
1: great episodes
0: yeah they were super fun um so we're starting with episode 11 titled save ryota geki drago panic i forget that the cave troll's name is geki drago right it's the cave troll (laughs) it's cave troll your name is cave troll because you look like a roll. <laughs> and,
1: and he almost is scary and, and like almost halfway confident in this episode <laughs> and, and then we understand why he's almost halfway confident um i also called this episode the um hey remember jaws and how evil sharks are
0: <laughs> right for the rep for the record <laughs> listeners out there i'm very much a shark conservation advocate <laughs> And so sharks shouldn't be portrayed as scary in media anymore. It's bad for them.
1: (laughs) Also, there are some really cute looking sharks out there. There So I don't know. There are some
0: adorable sharks in this episode. They try to be all like, ooh, scary shark. But every time I saw one, I was like, oh, baby, you poor baby. You're having such a bad day. (laughs) okay let's break this down though we're not to the sharks yet
1: no 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 we have to get to why they go and see the sharks
0: yeah we have to yeah we have to so open the episode with the usual flashback then the flashback is interrupted by nagisa's little brother ryota calling for her and she comes downstairs and he's got a bowl of strawberries. And he's like, look, fresh strawberries for you. And she's like, okay, (laughs) what do you want? (laughs) Which is exactly,
1: exactly the most like accurate thing I have ever seen siblings do. It's like you're doing something nice to me. Either what did you do or what do you want?
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which is like, that's not even like a sibling thing. That's like a live together and are very comfortable. The other day I was talking to the cat and i I said
1: as you do you know
0: as you do while my roommate was in the kitchen doing something and i said to the cat do you love me and my roommate said are you talking to me or the cat and i said the cat and she said oh good because if you were talking to me that would have meant you wanted something Yeah, <laughs> you love me. What do you want? <laughs> so this is a very similar sort of like. Hey, remember how we cared about each other and we're siblings? All right, what's the game? And the game is is he for school needs to go to the aquarium. It's a weird assignment. A lot. Uh, presumably,
1: this is like in the same school that let like. Kids plan a field trip and sends the vice principal and the principal on said field trip. Um,
0: so, yeah, the rest of the students don't matter. Remember, Right.
1: Here, go on a field trip. What do you mean you have no money or time? You are going on a field trip sometime uh, not during school.
0: Yeah, right. Sometime when you're not at school, you have to go to the aquarium on your own money and time. Mm-hmm. You're an elementary schooler. You can make this happen. <laughs> right? Uh, so Although anyway,
1: it is during the weekend. So she really has no reason not to go to the weekend. to go to the aquarium.
0: Yeah. So plus, honestly, I, I would know. love for any of my siblings or like it. Just anyone can ask me to go to the aquarium anytime. I I'm wish, dead I down.
1: I like wish this. there was an aquarium where I live. The like closest one is like two and a half ish hours away
0: it kills me have you ever been to the aquarium jade i've been to several different ones but i'm
2: trying to think if there is one near me and i can't think of one
0: i live in los angeles so there's definitely one near me yeah i think there are actually a couple so anyway uh they start fighting about how she can't take him to the aquarium because uh because she's got plans with her friends she's this is okay i only mentioned this fight it's not that important except that she puts him into a cobra twist yes 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 (laughs) that was so beautiful she puts it so she's like you know they're like physically fighting and she's got him in what she calls a cobra twist which is like this sort of pseudo headlock where she's got him like all and then rio their dad walks by Gets out of the shower, dad walks by, and Ryota's like, Dad, dad, save me! Like, dad, please help, please help! And he comes over and goes to Nagisa and says, uh, For the cobra twist, you actually need to put your arm over here.
1: Clearly, clearly, we know which of his children the dad loves more.
2: <laughs> he just wants to make sure she's, if she's fighting, she's doing it well. <laughs> That too. That too. I
0: mean, this is how this is how we know that Nagisa is able to be so competent as a pretty cure. Like no wonder.
1: Well, and it also (laughs) shows, like how like, they do this for laughs but not in like Haha, aren't these people evil kind of thing but like this is a family that rough houses together and is okay with it
0: yeah it's a very rough housing family um, right there which is to me a little like there is like i just i grew up in a family that was so like older siblings to young- younger siblings there was like a definite reverse hierarchy like you be nice to the little kids always <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. So this is totally a weird, like...
0: <laughs> so to me, this is, like, so weird because my parents would even, like, you know, you're in the house I grew up in, your sibling could, like, come up and, like, just, like, take all your stuff and put you straight in the face. And Jeez. if you retaliate, <laughs> your parents would be like, hey! <laughs> like, my parents were like, wait a minute. They're little. You're older. So you gotta be more mature. I know, Maybe like, not quite but- that bad, but about that bad. Wow. See, I had
1: only like an older brother, and he was like only twenty-four months, some no, twenty-eight months older than I am. So he's not very far up. So, um, so we were really close. And if uh, if either one of us was doing something bad to the other, we'd both get punished for
0: it. No, we uh, we I was the middle of five kids, so oh, geez. like, so there was like a definite like, you know. I knew if I started crying about something my older brothers were doing that my mom yeah. would be like, you guys, you got to be nice to Jessica. But I also knew that like my little sister or little brother could like, my little sister on several occasions just straight up took my toys. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, hey, but hey!" and I'd go to mama, and I'd be like, ah, and she'd be like, well, she's younger than like, you know, you got to be mature you gotta and share. older you got to share because you're older and you you are the more mature better and like and they, there was just like a you are all taking care of the one younger than you so and so this whole like oh yeah no here's here's a better way to like I say this as if the older kids never picked on the younger kids which is not true uh, my brothers once tied up my little sister and put her in a closet so <laughs> okay then, um. new pictures of it <laughs> She's tied up with a with an extension cord, an orange <laughs> extension cord in the closet. All
1: right. So this episode is Chava from Sibling.
0: <laughs> Sorry, wait. They're fighting. The dad helps her to do a good cobra, tri- cobra twist. Uh, the mom says, please, 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 can you take him? And she goes, okay, fine. I'll take him to the aquarium. And, and... still doesn't
1: get any strawberries.
0: But still doesn't get any. He then eats the strawberries. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean that was the most important takeaway from all of this. Yes,
0: yeah, most important <laughs> takeaway.
1: That and your your siblings were terrible.
0: <laughs> they uh, love each other though. They love each uh, other so you... much. <laughs> sure. Um, wait, my siblings? My siblings were great. <laughs>
2: I, mean, I don't know great. what you're talking about. I
0: love we hang out every play video games. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the kind
2: of shenanigans that you're supposed to have with your siblings but i've never ha- had i don't know if it's because my sister's cause she's eight years younger than me so it's quite a big age gap i mean we yeah. just never we've never really done any of that like all the typical sibling things
0: i think it's also for my family just a matter of numbers the more of you yeah. there are the harder it is for your parents to like control anything and so you get away with a lot more oh yeah so they're going to the aquarium and Honoka's coming along too because Nagi says like well if we're going to the aquarium let's turn it into a date night (laughs) (laughs) that's how I chose to interpret it Oh no, everyone has a crush on her. Um, she has no and idea.
1: Han- Hanuk- Hanukkah loves aquariums, just to let she it's just like I had to make that up. She's like, I love aquariums, and I'm like, Hanukkah, if you were a real person, I would be your girlfriend right now, right?
2: <laughs> she's little... also she's like 14,
1: uh, sh- Yeah. Yes. Aside from that, if I from were
0: that. 14 and, she and
1: was... imaginary, you know. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> other than that those two important critical things like
0: so as they're on the way to the aquarium we get the flashback or not the flashback the no. cut to the dark zone uh, where everyone's berating cave troll for being bad at his job except for uh, except for bootleg piccolo <laughs> bootleg piccolo is like the only sensible one? He's saying like, hey, all this fighting's really dumb. <laughs> uh, we should yeah. be focused on the result. And it's like, good good thinking, bootleg Piccolo. Like, but
1: you're bootleg Piccolo, so no one pays attention to you. So
0: no one pays attention. And, you know, he gets berated by the big dark king covered in chains and the ominous thing. And at this point, I wrote down... Someone needs to teach ominous evil masterminds good team management because I feel like we had this problem in Sailor Moon too, where they were always like beating on on each other for their failures and it's like this is why you're never getting anything done like you gotta boost each other up and talk through problems together. No no and no see,
1: see they read the thing where it says beating will continue until morale improves.
0: <laughs> and they didn't realize it was a joke,
1: right? So they think that's serious. So if we keep beat them, things will get better. Uh, plus, I finally realized that, like, in Evil, like Cave troll has like old silver eyes, and it's super creepy when we get that like close up of his eyes. And I'm like,
0: God, yeah, it's so weird. He doesn't have any pupils. <laughs> yep, yep. It's very, it's very upsetting. Yeah, it is.
1: Um... Anyway, back to the aquarium.
0: Nagisa and Honoka are showing Ryoto around. Uh, Nagiso is only talking about how delicious the fish would be to cook.
1: Which Honoka I feel. I feel for her very much. Uh, <laughs> I have been that person.
0: Yeah. Fish are delicious. They show a whole oh swarm gosh. of tuna in this episode. I know! And, like, I wish straight up exactly like nagi said thinking like yeah tuna i could go for a tuna fish sandwich right now
1: because they didn't show like the really ugly fish that are really yummy but oh my god they are so fucking ugly (laughs) like like orange ruffy is literally the ugliest fish that is the yummiest fish out there
0: so anyway (laughs) nagi says on our level thinking about (laughs) how to eat the fish Uh, Meanwhile, Honika being an actual scientist and giving like actual useful information. Um, She she has an
2: encyclopedic knowledge of every fish there.
0: Yes. An incredible, clearly some kind of incredible fish nerd.
2: And why wouldn't you be?
0: No, fish are amazing.
1: Oh, there is a thing called an upside down catfish. That's so cool.
0: (laughs) You Googling it?
1: I did Google that. I was like... Does that exist? Question work upside down
0: catfish? Is
1: and they real? do exist. So they show off. a. The reason why is like they go through like uh, they show off a bunch of fish. So clearly the animators get like taken out of their cages and said, here, go to the aquarium and draw stuff. And because they're animators who never leave their cages, they're like, oh, my gosh, we will draw all of the fishies.
0: Yes. I hope that Toy just like rented. tokyo aquarium and was like we're doing our work here i i like to believe that because i'd like to draw amongst amongst a bunch of fish so yes and then while they are in the aquarium mipple and mepple decided to be in proximity and they're like aquarium sex time aquarium sex time well it's the
1: public so of course they have to have sex because they're in the public But, but the right, cue, the cue for having sex was
2: Ryota leaving,
0: despite the fact that they're still surrounded by people. Yeah, but well, yeah. As long as Ryoto doesn't see, because that's a child. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: I, I suppose that makes everything all right then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, that goes back to like they're just like letting Ryoto just sort of wander around a public area like this, and I'm like, you are a bad babysitter's right now. You I
0: have not. Gone- I have gone to science museums and aquariums with, with my oldest brother and his wife and their four kids. And, like, uh-huh. there's three adults and four kids. You would think we could keep track of all of them. <laughs> nope. But, like, nah, no, you will turn around and be like, where is the three year old? Where did they go? Uh, right. But there's. <laughs> they two saw of something them. cool. <laughs> yeah
1: you would think that they would be better at keeping track of one small child who's like what seven eight maybe nine like
0: eight eight nine yeah no idea i mean there's like enough of a gap that like she's in the middle of junior high and Uh he's like
1: clearly still in elementary school clearly
0: still in like there's a bit of it i have no idea so anyway they're doing their whole fish thing and Ryota's getting like kind of embarrassed by Nagisa and he says but he all he says this thing he says like oh it'd be so cool if Honoka were my sister right which like you can interpret and I think was meant to be interpreted as a like I wish I could replace you kind of thing but I also kind of interpreted it as a you two should get married
1: absolutely (laughs)
0: And then she'd be my sister.
1: Right. And like, as only an only child could do too, Hanukkah is looking on fondly as the two of them squabble at each other. And I'm like, no, no, you don't get to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, Cave Troll is invading all the fish tanks. And we get a lot of shots of him just like swimming around these fish tanks. <laughs> it's so hilarious. What is he doing?
1: <laughs> well, I think I'm supposed to be like, look at troll. I like again, my question is how did he even find them? again like, is there like some kind of like secret tracker on them or what? I they don't, don't know.
0: Like... I don't like yeah, exactly. How did he even know they were going to be in the aquarium? But nonetheless, he is uh swimming through all the fish tanks and things.
2: Because uh... I thought I was funny, I wrote he was swimming with the fishes, which is also for later. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Ooh, foreshadowing. Nice, very nice, very nice. So then, uh, we I see guess seals. McKenna starts starts possessing all the fish. Well, no,
1: no, no. Most important thing, we get to see seals.
0: That's very important.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. And
0: a very important <laughs> detail, we get to see seals.
1: Right, and, and they do tricks, McKenna's and it is super cute.
0: <laughs> and then the starts possessing all right. the fish, and the sharks start breaking the glass with the force of their own evil which is impressive and uh so all the aquarium glass gets like broken out and all the sharks and everything escape and i feel real bad for them i know i feel real bad for those sharks but also there's several sharks
2: of several shots of sharks just swimming in the air so something's (laughs) going on (laughs) <laughs>
0: but initially when they break the glass it looks like the fish and sharks are flopping around stuck in the shallow water like oh no Like, and I, you find yourself thinking like this was a bad plan cave troll what did you think was going to happen Didn't but then they start way. swimming in the air and it's like oh well I guess that's a little bit better
1: <laughs> I guess the Kenna powers do like magic things where they fix the entire anatomical structure so yeah. You know, who needs physics. School well, physics. this is basic biology, not even physics. At this it's point. both
0: physics and basic biology because <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like you can't doesn't... swim in air. <laughs> you can't. They can't breathe. So, like it's like kind of really powerful, and I feel like maybe utilized in odd ways
1: possibly <laughs> poorly uh.
0: yeah, possibly poorly,
1: I mean definitely poorly, oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely,
2: if you leave the laws of how he's been working so far, which seems to be pretty much anything you want, you could do so much more things with him and like get uh, execute your evil plan, whereas. Uh,
0: at the moment, it's just like, mm,
1: and it fails. Yep.
0: Yeah, just possess, possess whatever nearest, and or uh, create...
1: go out and buy whatever you want, like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that. <laughs> so anyway, all these all these fish and things are escaping, and they're evil, and uh, and everybody evacuates um, except for Honoka, Nagisa, Ryota and Nagisa takes Ryota and goes like, hide behind this desk, don't move for anything, we're gonna go find an exit! In quotation marks, because obviously they're gonna go fight the bad guy. But at this point they haven't even
2: seen him, so they don't know it's a bad guy, so...
0: I mean, they saw sharks break out of a cage with glowing red eyes, and I mean, that's not how normal sharks behave. I would assume something evil was afoot.
1: And honestly, I think at this point, they would assume that like any bad thing that happens to them is because of like evil people, like
0: yeah, like one day one day they're gonna be a part of some terrible freak accident and just transform because they think, and like, no, actually, that really just it was a normal, terrible freak accident,
1: anyway, so they go and um,
0: so they go to hunt down cave troll where they meet him out by the big. Pool thing where they keep like the seals stuff, you know, that thing where hey, you're the in the stadium, stadium stadium, and they put on a show in the water for you. And so, uh,
1: Cattrall has like transformed into like this horrible, like mixed yeah, monstrosity thing,
0: sucks up a bunch of water and a bunch of the wildlife and turns into a weird shark eel hybrid chimera monster,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, who even the girls make a delightful like, ill face at so I'm so deli- like, there isn't like, this is so scary we're scared, this is like, this is so gross
0: like, this is very weird, also worth noting, uh, he transforms into a shark with abs
1: <laughs> those abs were super important he, he needs important to make sure that he is shredded,
0: which reminded me of, do you guys remember, there was like a show in the 80s
1: Oh that god, like, like, Street oh, Sharks or Yes, it was like a a rip off of um um Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles Street sharks. sharks. That's it, Street Sharks.
0: Oh Oh, this made me I had this weird flashback to Street Sharks and I was like I didn't want to remember.
1: Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah. That was actually Uh,
1: from the 90s, uh, which is actually
0: worse. That's worse, yeah.
1: That is way, way worse. Um, Yeah, man, I had totally forgotten that one. That is unfortunate.
0: (laughs) So he turns into a weird monster guy and they start fighting him, you know, because they're pretty cures. Ryota hears the ruckus and is like, oh, no, Nagisa's in trouble. Like, bad things are happening. I need to find her and make sure she's okay. And so mm-hmm. he runs out from the hiding place that he was told to definitely never leave and goes and sees them, sees this giant shark man, who then is like, decides to ignore his actual targets to attack a little kid. Because uh, if
1: you're hold, that's clearly what you do. <laughs> How you roll, anyway. And like. Clearly, there's, like, a genetic flaw in this family where they rush in, like, the worst possible direction rather than going safely.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've established how they're parented, so, you know, it does not yeah. exactly
0: surprising.
1: This is yeah. true.
2: This that is true. That makes
0: sense. <laughs> parents, the parents spend too much time on offense and not enough time on uh, practical escape. These are important parenting things you need to consider if you ever have children. You need to teach, along with teaching them, you know, practical offense and practical defense, you need to teach them practical escape methods, and also, you know, maybe some lock picking or something. These are useful <laughs> skills, right?
1: As you do. And, like, when your sibling says, absolutely do not leave this spot, totally leave this spot.
0: Yeah, you totally gotta leave it, because you gotta get attacked by the shark guy. So the shark guy attacks Ryota, and nagisa as cure black is like dude what the fuck what is wrong with you she gets super mad starts laying on the beat down um, with
1: the epic theme music going on too it's phenomenal
0: yeah with the super epic theme music playing in the background and then they do their pretty marble screw and they just destroy Cave Troll. It is it's... the end of Cave Troll. Rest in peace.
1: You were really bad at your job.
0: Not quite
1: as bad as Piss Lord, but pretty bad.
0: Yeah, really, you were very, very bad at your job. So, okay, so here's the thing that happens that, like, I have, okay, I have this question about this whole show, and this episode was one of the most gratuitous examples, okay. right? So uh-huh. they do They do the pretty marble screw.
2: Mm -hmm. The fight
0: is over and they've beaten the bad guy. And they get their prism stone. They get the blue one. This is important. uh, Because he also had one. I get all of them do. But then the battle's over and everything is still all destroyed. And then we cut to Ryota waking up. And it's all been magically repaired. And the school was magically repaired as well. And I need to know how and when this happens. Probably but magically repairs everything after their fight.
1: Zakenna saying go
0: But they'd already beat Zakena.
1: Yeah, but now after they defeated them, they, because they were so sad and sorry, they fixed everything up because magic.
0: Oh, they do it like you think they do it like, all yeah. like manually, like they have to yeah, yeah. manually. Yeah. You I like that. you going, going out
2: in all, di- all directions. They, 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 clearly, it's you know, to clear up the rubble.
0: Right. Yeah, they're just, they're being real nice. I like right. that answer.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, we remember this is a children's show for children, so, you know.
0: I just, because it cut, it literally cut from two scenes in the same location. Like, in one of them, the arena's all busted up. Yeah. And then in the next shot, they're in the arena and it's fixed. And I was like, what happened? Like, how is it better? But I like yeah. that. The little Gomenas go around and they fix everything up because they're sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> so I love them, the little Gomenas.
1: Yeah. They're so sorry that they, they and they can't, you can't just say, I'm sorry. You got to go and fix your stuff. Yeah. They were like, clearly, they had some good parenting at some point. Yes. Then, then, then it all went bad. Like, yeah. they fell into the bad crowd
0: yeah the, the little girl man is so uh ryota <laughs> wakes up and nagisa and ryota cry and hug each other. they love each other and they want each other to be safe it's so cute and they're so sweet and they're beautiful siblings mm-hmm. and they put the prison stone away and then are irritated when the guardian doesn't give them another present
1: <laughs> <laughs> and not nipple nipple is like yes I'm going to have some of that and mipple is like, "No."
0: Yeah, mipple still has major crush on the Guardian. <laughs> Nephel is still like, "Uh, no babe. Still- <laughs> I thought we were a thing." <laughs> the princess. She can have like as many consorts as she wants.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: then they go straight back to sibling fi- sibling fighting. So
1: It's you know, super cute.
0: It's super cute and they're all together. Huh. And, Hon- and Honoka's like, "Ah, look at that older sister. Literally, like, headlocking her younger brother.
1: (laughs) That's perfectly normal and healthy relationship between siblings, right?
0: Right? That's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) It's
1: a good episode.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Mm -hmm. And so that is episode 11. Frank. Yes. How would you rank this episode? Uh,
1: Seven out of seven seals.
0: Beautiful. (laughs) Jade? Jade? How would you rank this episode?
2: I was going 5 out of 5 fish.
1: <laughs> beautiful.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say uh, 5 out of 5 beautiful sharks that deserve our love. Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: and your PSA is that if you want to make sure that sharks aren't killed because they are in fact not the most evilest creatures, um, like donate money to your local whatever the fuck shark thing.
0: Yeah, donate money to save shark and actively educate against the concept that sharks are like man-eating monsters because that is generally not true. (laughs) Sharks don't want to mess with people. They've got their own stuff going on. Right. Sorry, podcasters. We we have to pause for a moment. I just saw my cat and he's sleeping. Aww. (laughs) It's He's so cute. Oh my yes. gosh. Okay. On to episode twelve. The evil flower poisony appears. Uh,
1: which I called because we get a little preview of it was uh, new classmates are evil. Also, we I thought it was grandma, but it was like grandma saw you reading that smut and is judging you. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we totally gotta zoom in on an old And I was like, oh my god, uh, it's grandma. Oh, grandma looks so disappointed in you.
0: (laughs) So uh, this episode, we get a change up of the recap, sort of. It happens both ways, but it starts out. The recap starts out instead of Nagisa reminiscing about what happened recently and the mess she's in. It starts out with her friends being like, hey, how was the aquarium? We heard there was a thing. (laughs) oh man we heard there was like that it broke open and all the stuff came out and that sounds great it sounds like it'd be in like 3d which for for the record you guys aquariums are already in 3d (laughs) yeah
1: but we know that her friends aren't really smart so we're (laughs) we we just accept that and move on (laughs) like clearly of the three of them nagisa might be the smartest one So uh,
0: they do that, and then after the opening, we get Nagisa reminiscing, and that's where we get the more important details about the last episode, which is that Cave Troll is dead, and they have a new prism stone. We get this while Nagisa is on her way home, and while she's on her way home, she sees a woman at a booth promoting chocolates. At a chocolate booth? What a convenient (laughs) free chocolate booth!
1: I know nothing possibly could be suspicious about
0: this at all. To be fair, this is the first time anyone in this universe has tried the more Sailor Moon-esque free promotion approach. Oh, that's right. To...
1: Yeah.
0: Because like in Sailor Moon, right? Like, oh, they're yeah. opening up a salon they're opening up a new ice cream parlor they have this ridiculous sale they're doing everything basically for free right Mm -hmm. and that would happen all the time and you'd immediately be like hey hey usagi hey team clearly an evil plot but but so far the dark zone has been pretty straightforward they possess something it attacks they have not pretended to be nice until this moment Right. Uh,
1: we are clearly getting into the higher caliber type of villains here. Oh,
0: heck yeah. Poisony, who we are about to meet, is by far the most competent any of these villains has ever oh, been.
1: She might actually become my favorite evil villain because she is just so delightful. She clearly has a plan, which is more
2: than we can say for the other two. So It's true. Right.
0: She clearly like <laughs> thought it through and went, well, what's going to... So we're gonna so we're gonna get it. So she there's this chocolate booth and this smiling woman there who obviously is, is you know evil poisony oh. in disguise,
1: uh, AKA evil sexy lady who we have seen in previous episodes. Uh yes. but, but now we know her name and honestly I can't even like make fun of her name because really what do you even do with the name poisony? Like that's just delightful,
0: right? Like the other ones we had to like come up with nicknames, right? Right. Like, but, like, I'm just going to call Poisony, Poisony. Yeah. Good job. You nailed it. Yeah. What's a good name. <laughs> like, it's both
1: silly and describes it accurately. So I'm good with that.
0: Right? So anyway. she's, she's giving away these free chocolates. Worth noting, I wrote this down in my notes, one of the chocolate brands is just called Calories. <laughs> catch that That's it is written in english very big on the chocolate bar calories
1: and and clearly clearly we have realized that this is a new caliber because she has clearly done research enough on these uh these girls to know that um nagisa loves chocolate yes
0: like, so loves
1: loves loves chocolate
0: me too nagisa yeah uh, so she nagisa stops and she's like hey do you want free chocolate and she's like, "Yeah, take as much free chocolate as you like." And so Nagi says, starts, you know, googling all the free chocolate. And while she is distracted by the free chocolate, Zekena just like sneaks into her bag and sneaks out a sleeping Mepple phone mm-hmm. and hands it to Poisony. Oh yeah, there's nothing like no nothing is possessed. There's nothing big and audacious. Just they they just. Straight up steal meeple. Meep, yeah, meeple. they just pickpocket her. Which is like...
1: Dang.
0: So smart. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, you, like you're trying to get a cell phone. You don't have to do all this big... It's just a cell phone. Just pickpocket it. Mm-hmm. It's so smart. So Nagisa is heading home and... uh We get a brief, you know, dark zone with the Dark King being like, hey, you guys, what are you doing? But Poisony's not even there to hear this lecture because she's already on it.
2: Mm -hmm. I was expecting her to come in halfway through that and be like, look what I've got. I'm competent, but that didn't happen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) right that would have been amazing honestly should have she should have immediately gone back dropped mepple off and then come back to finish her plan would have been smarter
1: yeah i mean clearly there is like she's not the smartest i mean she
0: still makes some definite missteps she's smarter than any of the villains that have come so far by like a long shot which is just
1: telling you how low these other villains are right the
0: bar was set very low (laughs) so, <laughs> which leaves me room to be impressed by this still flawed plane so right. she opens up Nepple's little cell phone case but he's sleeping and she tries to like interrogate him but he's sleeping <laughs> at which point she says my favorite line in the episode which is I'll cook you slowly yes, that's
1: right <laughs> that was pretty great
0: <laughs> just like oh. Like what, a, like, what a good, like, genuinely irritated thread. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Nagisa gets home and is like, heck yeah, gonna eat this chocolate. Oh, I should uh, feed Mepple, though. And that's when she discovers Mepple is gone. And this is the other major misstep of the episode because Zakena's in the bag. So she opens mm-hmm. the bag up and Zakena comes out and the zakenas are all in her room, like, You know, and they come out of the chocolates and they're all like basically mocking her. And she whacks them away with a lacrosse stick. But this is when she goes, oh, well, clearly something was up with that chocolate. And so the chocolate girl took that And like, Poisony. You didn't have to send Zakenna home with her, you already had mepple
1: Well, I think that the Zakena ch- the, the was in the chocolate because later in the episode, we have all of these people who like uh, are zombies and try to attack um, uh, Hanukkah, Hanukkah and and eventually Nagisa. And I got the assumption the reason why he she was able to do that is because they ate the free chocolate and were thus, uh, like, controlled by Zakenna.
0: Oh! I don't know that I followed that. My main thought was that, like, if she hadn't seen Zakenna then, she would have no idea what happened to Mepple and might even just assume that she lost him.
1: Right. She wouldn't
0: have had anyone to target. She wouldn't even even know necessarily that there was a villain.
1: See, what I couldn't figure out is, like, why did Zakenna, like, attack then instead of waiting for her to Eat the chocolate so they could have controlled the pretty cure. So Who
0: knows? Anyway. So, they, uh, again, some missteps. This is still right, a smarter just, plan.
1: Wait, very smart. Step. Very smart. Anyway, so then a Poisony is like, all right, one down, one to go. And yeah. just going, goes after Hanukkah.
0: Yeah, Hanukkah is reading books on a bench outside the library. And, as you um, do. As you do. This is uh the. Second time we get mention of uh, Dr. That... Breakstone. Yeah. The scientist who she is obsessed with. Uh, so Poisony disguises herself. She has illusion ma- magic. So she disguised herself as cute chocolate girl. And now she disguises herself as a grandma. Uh, and meanwhile, Nagisa has noticed that something is up. Obviously, she got t- attacked by these Akennas. So she's like, I gotta go find Honoka. She's probably in danger we got to sort this out um so she goes to uh honoka's house where her grandma is and is like hey uh is honoka here no she's at the library no it's not a big deal just you know hey bye and she runs away and grandma's like... definitely
1: not a big deal but i desperately need to know right now exactly where Hanukkah <laughs> is again not a big deal at That's all
0: yeah, no, not a big deal, but also like, you know, just get as urgent as but like and so uh grandma's like, Yeah, this sounds like
1: a uh, big deal <laughs> I'm going to go and find my granddaughter.
0: I've I'm going to go find grand- my granddaughter. This definitely got- have, like something
1: <laughs> And Because I've got like special grandma's radar powers. I know where my granddaughter is. She
0: literally says in this episode that she has special grandma powers. Yeah. we we'll get to it. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. This,
1: this is really one of my just favorite episodes too. Like, it is so
0: great. I really loved this episode. <laughs> do <Don't- laughs> Poisony disguises herself as a cute old grandma who looks a mm-hmm. lot like Honoka's grandma, and just like starts starts up a cute little conversation with Honoka, saying like, "Oh, you're about the same age as my granddaughter, and let's have a cute grandma conversation." Meanwhile, Mipple is like freaking out because she can sense that Mipple is nearby, which doesn't make sense because Nagisa's not there.
1: And then, and then, uh, uh Poisony like takes Honoka on like a like an acid trip almost. <laughs>
0: right yeah and then Poisony with her illusion magic just like so she starts talking to Honoka asks her her favorite flower she says Cosmos which is cute Cosmos are a cute flower yeah I had to um, look
1: those up they are very pretty actually
0: I know what Cosmos are because Cosmos are in Animal Crossing <laughs> <laughs> They're one really- of the flowers that you can spend time breeding in Animal Crossing so she said cosmos and i thought like an animal cross <laughs> oh man
1: i haven't seen um i've only been playing it on my on my phone so i haven't gotten it yet
0: oh yeah they don't have it in the in the phone app they have it in the larger game
1: i'm so sad i really like that game too
0: right uh <laughs>
1: anyway so she takes this so episode all this is sudden- sponsored by animal crossing
0: Yeah. Sponsored by (laughs) Animal Crossing. You can download Pocket Camp on your phone now.
1: Uh, (laughs) Anyway, yeah.
0: So, Honoka finds herself transported. Their bench is suddenly floating above and flying through a huge field of cosmos. Which is an aptly named flower for what is about to happen. Definitely getting some Carl Sagan vibes.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and the TV show Cosmos.
0: And then appears in this field of flowers, Doctor Breakstone,
1: looking exactly like the photo. Like not just like exactly, but literally black and white. It is delightful. Yeah,
0: literally black and white, like the photo. And he appears before Honoka, and says, "I am so close to figuring out all the mysteries of the universe, and I just need to know. Like I just need." to find this cosmic truth, your little cell phone mipple.
1: <laughs> and uh, bless Hanukkah's heart. If it, I would be like, dude, you are super dead and super old. I'm not giving you kiss. <laughs> 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 but uh, it feels like Hanukkah's actually considering this.
0: She is considering... What I wrote down, though, is that How to get Nagisa, chocolate. How to get Honoka, the answers to all of reality. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in terms of levels of what you have to offer to even tempt them. Like, Nagisa, you just had to show her chocolate. Right.
1: (laughs) Honoka, you have to do, like, deep existential, like...
0: Right, you have to take her to a field of her favorite flowers with the aurora borealis overhead her life's dead hero standing in front of her literally asking f- her for it and like offering the answers to all of reality in the universe and she's still like ah, i don't I know, don't know.
1: I don't. I don't think this is science enough for me. I want. Sci- where's the scientific method in all of this?
0: <laughs>
1: to be fair, they
2: did just pickpocket Nagisa, whereas they had to get Honoka to actually hand it over. So that's true. Right?
0: They could have just pickpocketed Honoka, which I was kind of expecting, and I think would have been the plan if Mipple had not started. Throwing a fit, which caused said to actively hold her instead of her just sitting. Yeah, there.
1: Hanukkah actively hold her.
0: Yeah, getting Hanukkah to actively hold, hold her. her. Yeah. So, I think if Mipple hadn't been like, "Hey, something's up," and so Hon- I want
1: to have sex with my boyfriend, but I can't. We're not getting on like the same sex channel. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think (laughs) if that hadn't happened, they may have just gone the pickpocketing route as well. But they got to a point where they needed to go deeper, and so they offer her all of reality. Uh, So this illusion, Honoka is considering it, but then the illusion gets interrupted by her grandma. (laughs) By her grandma, (laughs) who's just like, hey, uh... To my granddaughter, please. Uh, so
1: Hanukkah, I don't know. Hanukkah's grandma and Poisony just like a smile at each other in the wonderful, like old timey way that old ladies do when they're like, "Bitch, I'm going to cut you so hard."
0: Right? They're having this like grandma smackdown with their like smiles. It's so, yeah. smiles. <laughs>
2: it's so <laughs> great. <laughs> Hanukkah's grandma uses her grandma radar sense and just says, I know you're not a real grandma, but without actually (laughs) saying
0: it. Right. Well, she even says, like, a real grandma knows a fake grandma, and it's like, Where where do grandmas get this superpower? (laughs) Of this grandma superpower of like, you're not a real grandma, I'm a real grandma, and I would know. Right. So Poisony, now that she's cornered, uh, gets really mad, and all of the people around them turn into these creepy zombies.
1: And like I said, my my thought was that these are the ki- these are the people that got that ate chocolate because that would make sense.
0: That would make sense. There's yes. no confirmation I, of that, but it would make no. a lot of sense. I
2: just assumed because they were in the area, they got hit by some kind of magic thing. So.
0: That's also, like, that. my initial assumption was that she, like, hit everybody in the area with some kind of magic thing. But you could also assume that they just all got chocolate. Right. Um, Because
2: um, they've all eaten chocolate, have they all just had to follow poisoning around all day for when (laughs) she wants to use them?
0: Yes. Probably. Do
1: not think she was. She is totally the kind of person who would want an entourage.
0: Absolutely. Do uh, to... they realize they're following you around? Oh
1: god, no. Uh, this is the group that is like, oh yeah, an entire building got like destroyed. Da, da, da.
2: I think, suppose I'll just go to the
0: library now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I guess I can't go to the library.
0: <laughs> I just feel like standing outside the library for a while. How do you feel? Yeah, way too. that's weird. <laughs> I think this could be our new hangout spot, and then you're zombie. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) so all the zombie people start crowding in on honoka and they're gonna take her little magic cell phone mascot away meanwhile nagi says in the area because she knows that honoka went to the library and she's like actively trying to find her seemingly
2: she can't like walk around to the other side of the fountain because (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's where they are but you know yeah
0: but as the crowd is all crowding in on Honoka, Honoka tries to throw Mipple away and she throws Mipple and the little cell phone lands in front of Grandma's feet. And Grandma's like, Oh, hey, this thing. I feel like I have vague memories of this thing. And she picks it up and she's like, oh, And Mipple's like, This feeling. And Grandma's like, This feeling. It feels so nostalgic. <laughs> and we get this flashback to like a, a, an old, what we assume is Grandma when she's younger. An older looking Japanese, you know, image of a old fashioned Japanese girl holding the cell phone in the past, which must have been much weirder before cell phones existed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. um, So and then grandma starts using like boss voice power like things. It's super yeah. great.
0: Yeah, they're all going after her because now she's got the phone and then she just yells stop it at all the zombies and they do? (laughs) They're like, oh yeah, no, we listen to grandmas. right?"
1: I mean, obviously with Mipple's help, but it's still like, yes.
0: Yeah, but also Honoka did basically
2: the same thing to the robbers, so it might just be something that runs in the family. Yeah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) it may just be a genetic thing. Right. But uh, Nagisa and Honoka run up to her and they're like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. You know, this, you know, this little child, it shared its strength with me. Like, this, you know, she shared her strength, and she's, like, talking about the phone, and we don't quite know what the relationship is there.
1: She keeps them referencing Mipple as, like, this small child, which is super cute.
0: It's really adorable. Um, Poisony confronts them and is like, hey, hand it over. She holds out Mipple and continues to, you know, try to fight. (laughs) And Grandma like does this like again, holding Mipple. One, she withstands this like beam blast attack, just there standing was, there.
2: There was like this vertical column of dust or something, and I thought she was going to transform, and I got excited. I, I, I thought, thought I so know. too. I was like,
0: uh, she's gonna transform. She's gonna be a Grandma I am Magical ready. Girl. I am ready for Grandma Pretty Cure. Yeah, did not you transform it so much i know i know she did not transform and it was really disappointing i was really ready but it's like oh man i could watch a, a
1: magical a girl show starring grandmas like absolutely really.
0: magical grandmas I yeah magical grandmas yeah they don't have to do school
2: school or they don't have a job or anything so that would just make everything so much more convenient right right and, well yeah. and they're also
0: just like so much more innocuous like i think they'd have a much easier time getting places and doing things because, like it would be hey kid why are you sneaking around you know
1: and then whenever like the bad guy is like complaining about how terrible the world is they will be like yes my arthritis is terrible (laughs) do you have arthritis no so it's not that bad
0: (laughs) so anyway then Poisony takes out grandma passes out sort Mm -hmm. of (laughs) She still is able to like talk a little bit later, but grandma passes out. Poisony takes out Nepple and is like holding the cell phone case and crushing him and saying, If you don't want me to kill him, you'll hand over the other one.
1: Which just seems like a like, there's no, there's not a win win situation in this at all. So,
0: no, I mean, obviously, she doesn't want to kill him because him for their evil, you know, she still needs to get the prism stone from him and everything. Meanwhile, Mepple just straight up powers his way out. He escapes uh, while Grandma is whispering in her sleep, believe in yourself. Believe in your friends. <laughs> right. Believe in each other. Bre- Grandma, <laughs> Sleeping Grandma wisdom. Uh, right. And
1: it's like, yes, this is helpful, only completely not because Mepple, Mepple's just like, oh, right, I can turn into an animal.
0: That's right. I just remembered. I can change shape. <laughs> i Uh, forgot this show is it has frequent moments where like you feel like the characters oh i forgot i'm magic (laughs) right like i don't just have to kick you i literally have magic i could do other stuff yeah so uh so mepple changes into a plushie runs away uh quick gets nagisa they transform Into beautiful pretty cures.
1: Without grandma transforming, it was very sad.
0: (laughs) And they transform, and at the end of the transformation, they are ready to take down poisony. And she's Uh,
1: Yeah, who's like, fuck this shit. This plan did not work.
0: She She is the
1: smartest. She is. She's like, I'm not gonna lose life points on this battle. I'm not gonna win yet.
0: Right? Like, I have seen how this turned out (laughs) for my fellow villains. Yeah. I had a plan that involved them not transforming. Mm -hmm. They're transformed now. I'm out. Like, so, (laughs) if every other villain just, like, watched the transformation sequence and went, no, this is the time to run away, like, they'd have a much better track record. Yeah. So anyway, she uh leaves, but we still get to see the attack animation because they have to use it to heal all the zombified people. Mm-hmm. So they do that.
1: With rainbow therapy, just to remember that rainbows <laughs> cure brain control.
0: Yes, rainbow <laughs> therapy, our gayest attack.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> being gay cured... The gay therapy cues brainwashed, which is just so delightful. Like, I love it.
0: Yeah. What I wrote down was the smartest henchman is a woman. I Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, we don't know necessarily about um, knockoff piccolo yet.
0: That's true. That's true. Off-brand piccolo. Off-brand. Bootleg.
1: There you go. Bootleg. Knockoff.
0: Bootleg, Bootleg piccolo. <laughs> that-
1: <laughs> we'll just keep going through various iterations of that for a while.
0: Yeah, he he or she could be a she. Oh. I think it's a he, though. Or they, think think a they, I suppose. I don't think this show is progressive enough to have a bald lady. Because ladies gotta be, be a little bit yeah. you know, pretty. Like, in the title.
2: We've seen how sexy they've made her, so
0: you know. Yeah. yeah. And so then the girls are talking afterwards, and they're like, do you think grandma knows now? And it's like, hey. Yeah, man, she knows.
1: She but, knows all. <laughs> really.
0: But they're like, but they try to convince each other like, no, she seemed to think it was a dream and I don't think she really knows and both Honoka and Nagi's are like, I don't want people to know. Like I want things to stay the way they are now. Um, Which
1: I feel like is like a, a sort of going to be a setup for maybe later episodes where Hanukkah wants things to stay the same and to never change, and Nagisa is going to be like, "No, change change is good. We have to keep changing." Yeah. So I think
0: I think this is setting up some stuff that's going to come later. Yeah. Um,
1: so I w- I really enjoyed that sort of like uh, sudden like character insight into Hanukkah.
0: Yes. So uh, so they have this conversation. About- wanting to keep their identity secret and hoping people don't find out and hoping things don't change. Um, And then Nepal and Nagisa have a little argument where he's like, I can't believe you lost me. And she's like, I can't believe you slept through it. (laughs) And then, but then they talk about how they really, you know, Nepal has this thing where he says, like, I really believed in you and that's why I was able to escape. And I love you a lot. And it's like, oh Aw. Aww. Aw, they're good friends. And they yeah. love each other. And then we get Grandma coming home and talking to the most important character, Chutaro.
1: Yes, the dog.
0: <laughs> yes. And revealing that she absolutely saw all that pretty cute stuff go down. And then going home to be a cute grandma. And I love her.
1: <laughs> it was such a good episode.
0: <laughs> and that's the episode. And it was really good. It had the most competition villain so far and it had a grandma being awesome and those are two very good things all right jade how would you rank this episode
2: nine out of ten for a competent villain
0: for once right
1: yeah, yeah.
0: right all right frank
1: i did uh six out of seven even old ladies can be magical girls because <laughs> i so wanted her to transform and then she didn't but she basically did everything Better than Hanukkah did when she transforms, except actually defeating them evil. So, I was super impressed.
0: Yes, um, I think I will give this uh five out of six. Weird fever dreams for the weird (laughs) fever
1: dreams. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that was trippy.
0: It was was definitely trippy. trippy. And now the last episode for today, episode thirteen
1: which was what again
0: Episode 13 Beware the Young Transfer Student
1: Oh that's right um <laughs> team ups are bad Focus <laughs> my notes on that one
0: <laughs> What I thought was interesting about this is that we get um and we'll get more into the beat by beat but that yeah, yeah. like in we've we're taking a break from the villains like each taking a turn being evil and now we get <laughs> two villains being evil at once, but, like, still each doing their own thing.
1: Yeah, so they, they're they almost doing the teamwork, only not really.
0: It's not really teamwork, I think. I think they're just both evil simultaneously. <laughs>
1: yeah, parallel playing. It's so great.
0: So the episode opens, there's a soccer match on, and Fuji P is playing, and all the girls are in love with him. He's such a good soccer player, and he's so cute. And then a new boy shows up, not even wearing soccer clothes, just in his normal school uniform, and single-handedly crushes the entire soccer team. Mm-hmm. Just like runs onto the field, gets the ball. And, and
1: everyone is and everyone is like, Oh my gosh, he's so dreamy because he is good at kicking the ball. And I'm like
0: that, that boy is so good at the soccer and that is the highest form of attractiveness is being good as far as i can tell in anime that because that's also a thing in wedding peach yeah what the other, there's like a third one i think soccer uh. boy is like an archetype well uh, like
1: digimon like um everyone every person who has like the the Courage, the crest of courage, or whatever, ha- or the at least the supposed leader has to play soccer,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. So honestly, I'm
1: surprised Sailor Moon doesn't have soccer.
0: I feel like it has. Yeah, it's gotta have an episode, right? Doesn't it? Uh, but it's it's I don't think 100 it... hundred. It's got but an American it... football episode. Does it really? And it's got a baseball episode, and it's oh, got right. a tennis episode. I don't know that Sailor Moon did have a soccer episode. (laughs) That's (laughs) wild. Sailor Moon, you're really dropping the ball. You had, like, two evil vacuum episodes.
1: Oh, God, they did, didn't they? Jesus. Um, anyway.
0: (laughs) Anyway. So, so after Soccer Boy shows up all the thing, we cut to Hanukkah. Science. Hanukkah and all the science girls doing their science. Um, And a girl runs up into the science room to be like, hey, 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 there's a transfer student. He's really good at soccer. And they're like, oh, man, that's very interesting. Except for uh,
1: No one gives a shit. Because is it science?
0: No. Some of the girls give a shit. But (laughs) Yuriko, the aptly named very gay
1: Yuriko. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Is she so gay for Hanukkah. Like she
0: is in love with Hanukkah. It's like a- it so- was
1: almost embarrassing how gay she was for Hanukkah. Like I it's like man.
0: And her name is literally Yuriko. Yeah. Yuri is in the genre. The yeah. lesbian. The lesbian her name is literally like
1: was- I'm a
0: lesbian. No, she's like dying from her own lesbianness this whole episode we'll yeah. cover it. So Yuriko says like I'm not impressed. We don't have time to talk about cute boys and all this stuff. We are working on our cool science project and it's this very good idea that Hanukkah had and it's going to be so good and we're going to go to the science competition and we're going to take it to the Grand Prix
1: and Hanukkah's going to kiss me and it's going to be
0: great. And Hanukkah will finally realize that she loves me. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, what I wrote was, poor Ace Hanukkah is so confused. <laughs> she doesn't understand um so we have all the girls over transfer student as he plays the soccer i know this moment because there's a moment where uh nice friends are talking to her and they're like oh can you imagine imagine if he were your boyfriend and she's like oh i'm not really feeling it if i imagine a boyfriend and then she imagines like herself on a date with fuji p and what I like about this moment is she comes out of it and she goes, no, wait, what What am I thinking? And starts banging her head on the fence.
1: <laughs> it's like, yes, I thought about my crush. I need to cause brain damage to myself. And I'm like, yeah, I get that.
0: That's how, no, that is how I respond to realizing I'm having things as well. It's just like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> I've got yep. other stuff to do so uh we need to beat these out of me right now yep (laughs) we get to these little science nerds and they're working on their science test we get to them because nagisa realizes she forgot to prepare a presentation for math or whatever that she was she was supposed to do a math thing in front of the class and she forgot to prepare and then she's like well i'll go ask hanukkah but hanukkah's hanukkah's busy Nagi's busy doing science,
2: so then Nagi just steals two girls' lunches because she doesn't. They don't want to eat because they're too busy sciencing. <laughs> yeah,
1: which is delightful because I feel like that's like a reference to Sailor Moon because Usagi like always eats and is like eats everything and is delightful,
0: right? Um... It's a
1: super nice. Like I, maybe it wasn't a reference or not, but I loved it all the same.
0: Yeah, so instead they're too busy doing science to eat. So Nagi like, well. I'll... I'll eat it. So she eats her lunches and then it's like, oh, I forgot to do the math. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I forgot the whole reason I came here. I got distracted by food.
1: Which I totally get. I I just appreciate her on so many levels.
0: So then she had to stay late for supplementary lessons because she didn't have her math thing done. And on her way home, she trips and falls. And in front of her is the beautiful transfer student. so dreamy somewhere but don't curia
1: (laughs) yeah we need to get him a name curia is a bad name
0: (laughs) i'm not gonna remember it
1: no exactly uh i wouldn't just call him damon because he's an (laughs) evil child
0: (laughs) so this is like very you know anime romance he's above her and he's like oh would you like help and like oh i admire you and please be careful and he's being very polite And Nagisa's whole reaction is just like, oh, he's nice. (laughs) 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 He's not doing a very Like, if the plan is like, I will have them fall in love with me, he's not doing the greatest job. Then we get back to the science girls doing... What kind of budget does this school have?
1: Clearly, they didn't put any money into safety precautions, so all of their money and he went into doing science so, there's no and, OSHA and...
0: regulations at the school yeah no safety anything but like these girls have this glass dome and this whole thing that they're making they're like oh what should we call like our science project mm-hmm. oh and, and it's goes like Hanukkah number one <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay at all <laughs> but I
1: do love Honukkah
0: But I do love Honoka a lot. I love Honoka (laughs) so much. I want to do the science project for her, and I want to name it after her
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because I love her.
1: And then Demon Child tries to like flirt with Honoka.
0: Yeah. So Honoka's on the way home. She's waiting at the at the metro station, uh, and this demon boy shows up, and he tries to do like the flirty thing, like he did with Nagisa, but like it is even less effective. (laughs)
2: Honoka doesn't realize she's being
0: flirted with and in turn that confuses the demon child (laughs) Yes, Yes. it's so delightful He's like, no, wait, this is supposed to be like We're working? Why is this not working? working. No, poor Honoka, she doesn't realize demon child is flirting with her She, I don't think even by the end of this episode she has realized that Yuri is in love with her Nagisa is constantly kind of in love with her think she yeah. realizes Honoka is the most lovable and the most oblivious it's so great it's very very <laughs> good
1: her little ace heart bless, bless her little bless ace her,
0: bless her little ace heart uh <laughs> so <laughs> so oh. they get on the metro and leave and uh Poisony shows up disguised as a dog to mock to mock the demon child,
1: to get like the fur, the like five furries that are watching this episode to get some <laughs> kicks on it. Right? It's like, <laughs> here, here's your reward.
0: <laughs> um, so, so they have this sort of like evil off in the metro station, and then meanwhile he points out that like she's dressed like a dominatrix and people are looking, which more are. than
1: when she was dressed up like a giant stuffed animal. Which is either a commentary on Japan or just for lols. Either way, it was delightful.
2: But also her sudden transformation didn't catch any attention either, so...
0: Did that dog just turn into a dominatrix? Eh, it's Tokyo.
1: (laughs) Did it explode? No, it's fine.
0: Listen, this is not the most observant town. No. So we get to the science competition. Whoever's going ahead of them has a fish in box. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Presumably the, the aquariums had to put them somewhere while they fixed the tanks.
0: Nagisa's there to root on Honoka and the demon boy shows up and then the demon boy very intentionally it, it's like it's like, why is he being a wingman? But he's like, here, let me drop off Fuji P to you, pretty cure girl.
2: Nagisa just breaks down. She cannot compute alone time with Fuji P. No, she can't handle
0: it. (laughs) She cannot handle it at all. She's... This is also ultra-relatable. This is also... Like, I don't know what it is about being next to someone that you kind of like, that you, like, stop being a person. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: all of those, like, good manners, and, like, here, how to be... How to uh, uh, how to human is, like, gone.
0: Yeah, all the common sense, like, I need to talk, and, like, I know how to be a normal person. can have a conversation i know it's in there somewhere but i forgot right
1: (laughs) uh and eureka does like the cutest thing where she like basically confesses her undying love to hanukkah i mean tells her how glad she was with working with hanukkah and it's like wow you super duper love hanukkah
0: yeah so uh so then they get to time to present their thing Um, and so they're presenting their science experiment where they've decided to recreate lightning in a box, like, you know, like middle schoolers do. So they start doing that. And then Poisony is like, Poisony, who's just like, there, like helping the science thing. (laughs) Just like, I decided to be here, uh, decides to have the kind of possess the lightning machine, which creates obviously a huge lightning problem. And again, they have everyone evacuated. But two of the girls from school fell asleep because they were bored by the science.
1: (laughs) Which, honestly, if there was an experiment involving fish, I would probably sleep through that too. So, (laughs) as you do.
0: Yeah, so they fell asleep because they were bored by science. And so they are not evacuated. Meanwhile, uh, Nagisa and Honoka transform to do some cool fighting. And these two girls from school who have been trapped under like a a grate from the ceiling, like a lighting rig fell over their chairs. So they're like pinned under, like not pinned, but they're like stuck in sort of a cage made by this grate above them and their chairs, their theater chairs around them. But they get to watch through the cracks to see Nagisa and Honoka transform to fight the evil lightning monster. And they're like, Oh man, That's super cool. Uh, And they start fighting the lightning monster and then Yuriko who is the gayest
2: (laughs) because she's wormed her way back inside the room to save Hanukkah.
0: Yeah she's like I gotta save Hanukkah. She's the most important and she comes back into the room and sees that they're about to destroy the science experiment they worked so hard on and she's like no you can't this is for Hanukkah. I love her so much. You can't destroy this thing we worked on together. But then she passes out, you know, because of monster stuff. And so mm-hmm. the girls are like, Nagisa's like, do you need me to not fight that thing? And Honoka's like, no, 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 I get it. Like, we gotta fight the thing. <laughs> so they fight the thing, they destroy it. Poisony's like, well, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> Zakena turns into Gomena. Presumably, as Gomena repairs the science experiment because it's fine at the end.
1: <laughs> right. Again, like I said, clearly the Gomen, the, the Zekena turn into the Gomena and are like, We're sorry, we'll fix this up because the machine is clearly fine after being transmorgified.
0: Yeah, so Yuriko was kind of, you know, freaking out for no reason, really. Mm-hmm. Uh. So then they get to the presentation, they're presenting the thing, and Yuriko's saying, this this science experiment, it was something we all did together, but there was somebody who was very important and integral to the project, and we've decided to name it after them. And then they reveal the name, and it doesn't say Honoka. It says Yuriko. And Yuriko's like, <gasps> and Honoka's like, oh yeah, we all decided on this. Because I, you know, and, and Honoka says like, You've worked so hard and I'm so proud of you. And so I did this for you. <laughs> and Yuriko breaks down because <laughs> Senpai noticed her. I did. Yeah. A real nice thing. I don't think she's her Senpai, but like, that is straight well,
1: up that's close enough. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and she starts crying, and presumably she died that day.
1: But what a way to die!
0: But what a beautiful gay way to die! (laughs) Uh, Um, Meanwhile, Demon Boy is just like watching Demon Boy. What's your plan? (laughs) uh, And that's the end of the episode.
1: What is your rating on this, Jess?
0: Um, (laughs) I give this eleven out of ten. Helpless lesbian point. (laughs) That's fair. Right, how about you? How about you, Jade? Like uh, uh, three out
2: of
1: five for like accurate science. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't wearing safety precautions though at all. Like,
2: yeah. But how <laughs> she explained um, the, the lightning, I was surprised by. This is almost how lightning actually works. You're yeah. oversimplifying far too much, but this is pretty much right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah I was they didn't.
0: They were actually educational, sort yeah. of. Encouraging some tangential learning.
1: Yeah. And I I did a uh, seven out of seven. Um, protecting your friends causes you to destroy lots of things. So there you go.
0: Yup <laughs> <laughs> And then, so that is the end of episode 13. Uh, and then we get into the preview for next week, where it looks like uh, the girls who saw them are going to be Cosplay,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> but Let they're
1: mind-controlled cosplay.
0: So, any final feelings on this week? I'm really enjoying how the
1: the season the series is crossing it, It's really nice to see like the villains they're they're starting to have some smart villains and are willing to sort of take some risks with plots. So that's nice.
0: Definitely. How about you, Jade? Any final thoughts? Yeah, it's
1: definitely picking up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that it's picking up that we're getting some smart villains. We're making some it's clearly we're getting we're clearly building to something with like mm-hmm. grandma and the collecting all the prism stones and everything. It's going somewhere. Uh, which mm-hmm. I like. So I think that's it for this week. Next week, for those of you watching along at home, we will be watching episodes fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. And in the meantime, uh, stay magical. I'm Cure Jessica. You can find me at Time Machine Live blogs.tumblr.com.
2: I'm Cure Jade. You can find me at the Neptune
1: violin.tumblr.com. Yeah, I'm Cure Frank. You can find me at Drasny and Frank uh, tum- at Tumblr.com.
0: And we'll see all of you next week. Stay magical.